Welcome back into the Shots Aside podcast. Uh, once again, I got Matt joining me today. Uh, happy Wednesday, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday so far. Um, today we are talking about the Atlantic Division, continuing on our little segment that we have going on. Uh, we talked about the Boston Celtics on Monday. We talked about the Brooklyn Nets on uh, yesterday. Uh, and today we are talking about the New York Knickerbockers. Um <laughs> So just going going over their roster real quick. Um, players returning, they got R.J. Barrett, um, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, who they just re-signed, Evan Fournier, gross, uh, Derek Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, Quentin Grimes, Miles McBride, Jericho Sims, and Farron Hunt. Um, Matt, you want to go over the additions and subtractions? Yep, uh, the Knicks added one of the best players in free agency, Jalen Brunson, <laughs> who is uh, without a doubt going to take them to the, the promised land. Um, <laughs> then they also <laughs> they also brought in Isaiah Hartenstein and added the Duke rookie Trevor Keels, while they also lost uh, Ryan Archdiakno, Alec Burks, Taj Gibson, Nerlens Noel, and Kemba Walker. Three of those went to Detroit, and then Taj went to Washington. Yeah, so, I mean, like you said, the goal here in New York to win a championship, I mean, I think, you know, did they maybe cheat a little bit by bringing in Jalen Brunson, who his father is a part of the staff, and... His agent is uh, part of the ownership, or not ownership, but um, management in New York. So I don't know if that had anything to play into his decision at all. I mean, he did make a lot of money coming to New York. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if this moves the needle for me, at least for New York. Uh, Bronson's a great player. Uh, probably fits perfect next to RJ Barrett um, and Julius Randle. Um, where do you where do you see this team going? Uh, you know, not far. If I'm being honest, <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, I oh, mean wow. get it, get it, <laughs> getting Jalen Brunson definitely does help to a certain degree. I think uh, he's definitely a good playmaker and. Um, he can score too, obviously. Uh, I just feel like I, I haven't quite seen enough. Like I haven't seen like enough like time of Jalen Brunson playing like at at this level. Like he he's been always been a good player, but I think I don't know if like this is where like it, the best he can be, or if he can even get better than this because um, he's improved each year in the league. So um, I'm not sure if this is the ceiling we're at or if he can keep getting better. But um, I don't know. I think it, it's a definitely a risky move because uh, I think it, I read somewhere that this is like the, the most a non like all-star has been paid. I can see um, that. Or something like that. I, I think that's what it was. It's like the most a non all-star has been paid in free agency or like someone that hasn't been. Um so that'll be interesting to see. I think uh, he'll definitely probably put up better numbers this year just because 
he's going to have a larger role. But it is definitely different not playing this alongside Luka Doncic, uh, who draws a little bit more attention than R.J. Barrett, but that's to be debated, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if you talk to yeah. Knicks fans, though, R.J. Barrett is LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. He could be one day. <laughs> No, I, I do like the I like the Jalen Brunson. It doesn't move the needle, um, but does this you know maybe entice other free agents to come in in the future? Because you know I know they overpaid for Brunson, but you know New York hasn't had a lot of good luck in bringing in free agents in the past 10, 15 years. So um, just getting one guy in who's actually a really good player um, kind of helps that brand. And then also, I think it might set it up for a possible, you know, Donovan Mitchell trade pop, you know, maybe, you know, I could see them packaging maybe, I don't know if they want to throw in, you don't want to throw in RJ Barrett. So maybe it's a patch, package of like quickly topping um, and maybe like maybe Randall or Robinson, but you'd have to throw in, you know, five draft picks you'd probably have to do like two or three pick swaps too um and then even then i i still don't think that's enough but if they can land somebody like donovan mitchell too and bring that in i think it changes the entire you know landscape for this new york knicks team i think then you get that the the new york fans saying hey now we got a team like watch out because you know a starting lineup of jalen brown donovan mitchell R.J. Barrett, you know, that's a good good three to have. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think um, – I still don't know if that would even move the needle for me. Um, it would obviously be like a competitive team. I just uh, – with uh, Donovan Mitchell's defensive woes, I don't know if uh, that would be a team like the Bucks necessarily. But, um, you know, that I mean, they definitely have potential. I think right now, like as it is, like just with – Brunson and RJ Barrett. Um, and I guess you have to include Randall just because of how big his contract is. It's not like egregious, but uh, he still has to be part of the equation for now. Um, but I think they actually have like a, a decent like core of like that could be around the superstar, you know, like they don't, they just don't have the superstar. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that, that's kind of what they're missing is like, if they can just get that superstar, then I think they would be like a contending team, but they have to get that superstar. So I don't know when that's coming. Cause it seems like more and more players aren't making it to free agency even. So yeah, I don't know. I think at best, like you see this team from like two years ago when they made it as the five seed and played Atlanta and lost first round. I think that's best case scenario with this team right now is they they're a fun story to talk about um you know the new york fans are going to cheer for them if they're if they're winning in the regular season um and have a winning record and then have the possibility of making the playoffs i mean you never know with you know the knicks fans that they have home court advantage if they can get that by a slim chance um maybe they could pull out of the first round um but i think at this point right now you know i think you're looking at a fun team that can, you know, Knicks fans can actually have some hope of watching uh, some winning basketball. 
Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, they did bring in Brunson, but at the same time, I think it might hurt a little bit that they they lost, like Alec Burks and Erlon's Noel yeah. um, a little bit. I mean, Hartenstein was a good replacement for Noel, but I think Alex Burke actually eyes. played. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Alec Burke played pretty <laughs> well last year. Um, no, he did, yeah. Then, I mean, obviously not better than, like, bringing in somebody like Brunson, but uh, I think they're, I mean, you'd probably assume that, like, somebody like Grimes will step up more this year. Um, now he's a little bit older. I think they've been liking him a lot in his development, uh, even though I think, I think that's what the Jazz want in the trade would be like quickly and Grimes and um, Obi Toppin would probably be what they want in the trade along with picks. I mean, McBride uh, I and Jericho Sims played pretty good in the summer league too. Like they had three great guys in Quentin Grimes, Miles McBride, and Jericho Sims who all played pretty well um, in the summer league and won. I think they won three out of their five games. Um, I was really impressed with Jericho Sims at the center position. I think as a run, run, uh, rim runner, you know, kind of like Mitchell Robinson, maybe a little bit smaller, um, can block shots as well. I think, you know, if they want to package Robinson in the deal, I think they could be happy with Sims as, you know, maybe not being a starting center that plays 30 minutes, but getting a solid 20 minutes a, a, a game. Yeah, I could de- definitely see that. Um, you know, I think the the most promising young guy besides, like, R.J. Barrett, obviously, is probably got to be Grimes. I think Grimes Grimes looks like he could be, like, a solid starter eventually here soon. Um, and, I mean, quickly – I like quickly. I just don't like quickly with Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> yeah, so it's tough, no, I agree. So it's tough to really, like, know how good quickly is because I think – uh, quickly is kind of like he like seems like he could have like the Tyrese Maxey type ceiling but at the same time like he you just can't s- see all of them right now at, with in that system um I don't know Maxey might be a little high on him but I don't know hey I think he, he's a nice player though so I would if I'm trading Donovan Mitchell I would definitely want like Grimes and quickly in that package yeah, speaking of Grimes, uh, a little comparison for you. Doesn't he remind you of like a, a smaller uh, Cam Thomas? Like the way he can just shoot and shoot, like even with a hand in his face, he can still make those shots? Yeah, I mean, Grimes is a much better defender, but yeah, on offense. Yeah. Offensively. Often, I, we, we actually didn't mention Cam Thomas too much in the Nets one, now that I think about it, but <laughs> Cam Dot. Garrett, Cam Thomas, he got that dog in him, especially on the offensive end. And I think it, it was showing a little bit more in this summer league. Um, I like – he's a bucket for sure. Um, but I like Grimes too. I think Grimes, he's always – I've always – he went to Houston, I'm pretty sure, if I remember off the top of my head. Um, Sounds about right. But, yeah, he's a – I think he's got a lot of promise in him. I, I think – when I see Knicks fans like talking about trades, they're like, "Oh, we can't put Grimes in there. We can't put Grimes. Like he's part. He's part of this this young core future." Um, but I don't know. I think it, the Knicks they have some nice young pieces. I would almost like, if I was the Knicks, like just stay pat and not trade for Donovan Mitchell, and just let some of these young guys develop a little bit, and then 
like if these guys, young guys develop a little more, I think a superstar might come there if if it's available in the future. Like if there's one in free agency, yeah. but I'd agree with you if they didn't trade their first round pick this year. Like I just didn't, I didn't understand why they had to trade that first round pick. They could have got. I think there's so much talent in this draft pool that just came out that. I mean, maybe not Zhang. I don't think they would have picked him um, at that 10 spot, but I think they yeah. could have gotten a good player there that could have fit in with the nucleus they already have. And then you get a you know a good young talent to kind of learn under R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. Yeah, that was a little bit interesting. I, I mean, they did get three picks for him, um, but... One of them was the Detroit pick, which is basically going to be a second rounder unless Detroit somehow shocks the world and uh, is better than a top 20 protection or something like that over the next two years, which maybe, but I don't see it um, at least th- that soon. Um, but I, I think that there were, there was so much talent on the board still that like you probably wanted to see them take that pick, but yeah. Uh, Jalen Duran actually looks really nice for the Pistons and they could have had him or since they already have a lot of bigs, they probably could have gone somebody with like, even like Tari Eason would have been really nice on the Knicks. Um, but I don't know. Tough to see where the Knicks are really going. Cause like they're kind of one of those teams like in the worst possible places you could be in the NBA where you're not a contender, but you're not bad enough to be in the like bottom of the lottery which you kind of want to be um which honestly the the t-wolves kind of were in that spot too until we i think rudy gobert will put us more into the contender area hopefully um hopefully that's that was probably the goal of the trade so i mean maybe they'll make a trade that they feel can do the similar for them uh (laughs) the funny thing about the knicks is like they would actually be a prime spot for KD, but the Nets would never do that trade, no, in my opinion. No, no, no. Not even Kyrie. I don't. But, they're not. They're not trading anybody that's of value to uh, their the neighbors. Next. Yeah, this is not yeah. gonna happen. Um, but now that we talked about the, is there anything else that you wanted to touch base on with uh, the New York Knickerbockers? Uh, no, not really. I mean. It, what do you think about the Donovan Mitchell trade? Do you think that would be? Do you think that would put them over the top, or do you think that would be? No, I. I, just... I think it'd be a fun team to watch. I, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but defense is going to be the huge issue. I mean, Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell as a backcourt is just, it's defensively they're not going to be able to guard. I mean, Brunson already struggles with bigger guards. Um. Not the and he kind of had a little bit of help being covered up with, with Luca, um, and then Mitchell. We saw this last year. I don't know if it's going to stick because he's shown he can play defense, but um, this last year in the playoffs, it just it looked like he was a step too slow. Maybe he was dealing with that hamstring injury he was dealing with. Um, you know, it gives gives me a little pause as to how far this team could go with Donovan Mitchell. I, I just put it out there because I think it'd be a, a fun trade for them to kind of, kind of, yeah. you know, sink their teeth into and, and make this team, you know, a fun team to watch. 
What do you uh, what do you think is kind of like the ceiling for like RJ Barrett? Do you think he's like could end up being a top option on a championship team or more of like a second, third option or what have you thought about him so far? Because I mean, it's getting to the point where you kind of like have a somewhat of an idea where he'll be, you know, just because I get what it'll be his fourth year, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fourth year. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, we saw it last year when their team was just in a wreck that, you know, he had, I think it was like four games out of 10, he put up 40 plus or something like that. So like he's shown he can score. Um, is it because he doesn't have a lot of options there with him too? It could be. Um, I think the max for him as a player is, I mean, championship level team. I don't think he's a one. I don't think he's ever going to be a one unless you have, you know, three other guys that are just a step below him that can, you know, even it out. But even then that's a stretch. Uh, I think the best you see out of RJ Barrett is multiple time all-star player. Um, I don't think he'll be in the MVP race probably. Uh, in his career. Uh, so a solid two is, is what I see out of him. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see the things that I see out of him. I don't see him being a a solid one superstar that you can, you know, plug in some pieces behind him and win a championship. I don't see that. Yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably agree with that. I think, uh, that's kind of why I think like, Donovan Mitchell trade wouldn't be super great is because he's very inefficient and Donovan Mitchell is not the most efficient guy. So that would be two high volume inefficient guys on the same team. Um, Don't know how that would work out, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think he could maybe be like the second best. I think more realistically, like you're probably looking at him as like a third best type of guy. Like I feel like, his ceiling is probably like an Andrew Wiggins type ceiling. Really? Which is still a good player, but um Yeah. And yeah, I mean an all star starter, but um <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't necessarily like see the superstar in him, but I could be wrong. I think he's gonna be a little bit better than Andrew Wiggins. Than Wiggies? Wiggies had a better uh, first three years. It wasn't an all-star though. And even this year you can say like, yeah, he did great in the playoffs and especially in the finals. Um, I didn't think he was an all-star starter though. I mean, yeah, I can see. Well, saying, RJ... They kind of have similar starts like Wiggins in his third year averaged 23 points a game compared to RJ's 20. And he yeah, wasn't the he... most efficient either. Yeah, I can see that. Moving on, though. Um, just a, a simple question for you, Matt, but maybe it's not simple. But um, what are you looking forward to this next NBA season? What's the one thing that you are just got on your head for this next season? Uh, I'd say the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just seeing uh, some of the guys in different uniforms this year playing on new teams and how they kind of mesh in those areas and also like people like getting healthy again so like 
I think uh, seeing like Gobert and the T Wolves will be cool to see, and then like even teams like we'll talk about next week, like seeing like uh, PJ Tucker and Melton on the on Philly, and then Harden if he supposedly he said like I think he was said that he was hurt all year last year, so like if that was actually the case, it'd be interesting to see healthy Harden on these Sixers. Um, along with some other players around the league too. It's like getting Murray and uh, hopefully Michael Porter back for the Nuggets and just stuff like that. What about you? Yeah, I mean, besides the obvious fact of, or not fact, but observation of, you know, watching the Minnesota Timberwolves and how, you know, does it work out giving up all those picks and even the some of the bench players that really contributed to us winning last year? Um, does Rudy fit in and does he lead us to, you know, possible championship? I don't want to get my hopes up too high, but uh, I think the the main thing I'm just really looking forward to is, I mean, I'm definitely getting NBA League Pass. I mean, there's not one NBA team where I'm like, I don't see, I could, I, I, I can't watch them. Like, I think every NBA team, there's somebody or some player that you can look forward to watching. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to just keeping an eye out on every team and, and definitely binging that uh, NBA league pass. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for any of those guys who play NBA 2K, you can uh, right now if you pre-order it, you get NBA League Pass with it. So, Ooh. something to look out for if any of you guys like that. But get 2K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, so I'm gonna have 23. I'm gonna have to Jordan pre-order it right away. <laughs> yeah, League Pass. I, I've never actually got League Pass. Uh, I th- think it. it could be interesting to get it because then you can watch every single game not have to stream it (laughs) yeah i mean the only downside of nba league pass is whatever city you live in there's a blackout restriction so you can't watch your team on um nba league pass so since we're from minnesota we can't watch the timberwolves but normally um we have the channel here so we can watch them anyways but that's only Mm -hmm. down downfall but um Otherwise, I really enjoyed it when I had it, you know, because you can it automatically records the game. So you can even if you miss a game, you can go back and watch it. They also have the highlights. So if you want to just watch a 12, 13 minute clip of it, you can do that. They also have, I think, usually they have like three or four interviews of post game interviews. So you can, you know, listen to what the players, their reactions after um, uh, the games as well. So. Uh, yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So sounds like something to maybe have to dabble in and purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you pre-order NBA 2K23. I believe Devin Booker is on the cover um, of this one. And you said Michael Jordan's on the uh, limited edition one. Um, yeah. I think that's the one you get if you pre-order it. And then you get right. League Pass and a bunch like stuff that apply to the game so i I'm, i but, think you have to p- pay an extra 20 bucks for the limited edition one too so but it's worth yeah. it to get nba league pass though yeah i think it'd be worth it um especially if you play the game if you play the game it's probably not worth it but or i mean <laughs> if you don't play the game but. right 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 yeah but yeah. uh in conclusion though 
I just want to, we've ended off the last two podcasts the same way, but um, just wanted to bring up that it's been 159 days since uh, Brittany Griner's been detained in Russia. Um, here at Shet's side with me and Matt, uh, we just want to wish her and her family um, high hopes and, and hopefully we can get her back uh, to the U.S. of A soon. Because, um, you know, I know NBA misses her, the WNBA misses her. Um, and just the, the NBA family is, uh, you know, really turning heads on this one, but, um, until next time, guys, uh, this has been the shots aside podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shots aside. Send us some ideas, uh, questions or any talking points that you want us to discuss in future episodes at shots aside, uh, at, uh, our Gmail dot com um but until next time guys peace peace